The kingdom of Morocco lies on the other side of the Strait of Gibraltar, just across from Spain. In the city of Rabat in Morocco lived the Rav of the Jewish community, who was also the Moil of the Jewish community. The Jews of Rabat were blessed with many children. So hardly a day passed without the Rav performing the mitzvah of bris milah on a newborn baby boy to bring the boy into the bris of Avram Avinu. There came a time, however, when the rabbi realized that he was no longer being invited to perform a bris milah as often as he had before. Sometimes even several weeks would go by without his being asked to perform a bris. So the Rav asked the elders of the community, Is there another Moyle who has moved to our city without my knowledge? Or are the Jewish mothers only giving birth to girls? The elders replied, No, Rabbi. The birth rate in general has fallen dramatically. Really? asked the Rav. Have you inquired as to the reason for this? No, Rabbi, but it seems that it started when the king of Morocco gave the rights to the fishing trade to the governor of the city of Rabat. The governor has placed a very high tax on all the fish that are caught and brought to market. So the price of fish is so high now that only the very rich can afford to buy fish. Aha, said the Rav. That explains it. It's a great mitzvah to honor Shabbos with fish at each of the three Sudas, and fish have the bracha from Hashem of pru urvu. So when Jews stopped buying fish for Shabbos, they lost this blessing of being fruitful and multiplying. Have you spoken to the governor? Yes, Rabbi, we begged the governor to remove the tax, but he would not consider it. In that case, said the rabbi, I will take care of this myself. The elders of the community left, and the Rav took a piece of cloth of white parchment and took a quill and some ink and wrote on the parchment. He then rolled it up and tied it like a scroll and called one of his Talmidim and told the Talmud, Tomorrow morning, get up early, take this scroll to the ocean, and drop it in the water as soon as the sun rises, and then come back to me and tell me that you've done it. Don't speak to anyone on your way there, and don't tell anybody what you've done. The young man did exactly as the Rav asked. He woke up very early, went to the seashore, and dropped the scroll into the water as the sun rose. He then returned and told no one of his mission. That day, when the fishermen went out to sea in their fishing boats, they dropped their nets in the water and pulled them in, only to find them empty. They did not catch a single fish all day. The fishermen were baffled. The following day, they went out again and dropped their nets and pulled them up empty. And on the third day, when the same thing happened, the fishermen decided it was no use going fishing anymore. They hadn't seen any fish. Now the king of Morocco loved fish. 
he became annoyed when for the third day in a row there was no fresh fish on his table. So he sent for the cook and asked, Why are you not giving me the fish that you know I love so much? Your Majesty, there has been no fresh fish in the marketplace for three days. The only fish we can get is salted fish that is brought from quite a distance. It is not fit for your majesty's table, replied the cook. So the king sent for the governor. I gave you the rights over the fishing trade, and now I can't get a piece of fish on my table. What has happened? Are the fishermen on strike? Have the fish in the sea run out? The governor, who was trembling with fear, replied, Your majesty have already questioned the chief of the fishermen, but he has no idea. The fishermen went out every day for three days and caught not a single fish for some mysterious reason. I went out with them myself on the third day to make sure that what they were saying is true, and I can tell your majesty every time the nets were pulled in, they were empty. Hmm, said the king. I give you three days to get fresh fish back on the menu, or I will throw you into the sea so that you can find where the fish have gone. The governor left the king's palace terrified. He told all the fishermen and all the fishmongers that a great reward awaited the person who could bring the fish back, or at least tell him why the fish had left. Soon, a fisherman came to the governor and told him that he had seen a young Jew drop something into the water one morning as he was getting ready to go out to sea in his fishing boat. That was the first day that they stopped catching fish. So the governor hurried back to the king. Your Majesty, I have information that the Jews have cast a spell over the fish. Your Majesty, you should demand that the rabbi from the Jewish community comes to you and you will order him to remove the spell or you will banish the Jews from the land. Yes, said the king, that's exactly what I will do. Call the royal messengers and have them tell the rabbi that I wish to see him immediately. When the king's messenger arrived at the rabbi's house, the rabbi was very calm but the elders were worried. There's nothing to worry about, said the rabbi. We'll put our trust in Hashem. At the time that the king had requested the rabbi and the elders to come to the palace, they appeared dressed in their Shabbos clothes. When they saw the king, they said the special blessing where we praise Hashem who bestows royalty on flesh and blood. The king was very impressed, and there was a friendly tone to his voice as he asked the rabbi, My governor tells me that you've cast a spell on the fish of the sea. Could that be true? Yes, your majesty, I do take responsibility for the disappearance of the fish, but I must offer a small correction. I did not cast a spell on them. Magic is forbidden for Jews. We do not practice magic. I simply ordered the fish to leave for a while, and for good reason. What might that reason be? asked the king. Your Majesty, God Almighty, the Creator and Master of heaven and earth, 
has created many natural resources for the use of all humans, freely available for all to share. The sun gives us light and warmth, and no person may hide the sun or withhold the light of the sun for payment. Air is free to breathe. Wind brings clouds and rain. No one may capture the wind and hold it for their own gain. Fresh water in springs and rivers is freely available. We may pay the water carrier that brings us the water, but we pay for the service, not for the water. And so also, God Almighty created fish in the sea to serve as food for humans. We only pay the fishermen for the trouble that the fisherman takes to do the fishing for us and bring the catch to the market. You speak wisely, said the king. Please continue with your explanation of why there are currently no fish in the oceans around the city of Rabat. The rabbi continued, The king of kings gives wisdom to the wise, your majesty, and I ask the king of kings to bless your majesty with abundant wisdom and understanding. What I have to say is not my own invention. It's simply what Hashem teaches us in the Holy Torah. God has given me the responsibility of being the Manig Ruchni, the spiritual leader of my people, in your gracious land, your majesty. It has also been my privilege to serve my people as a moil, to do a bris milah on newborn baby boys, to bring them into the covenant of Avraham Avinu. Now for some weeks and even months, I've noticed that my services as moil were hardly required. When I asked as to why Jewish mothers were no longer giving birth to baby boys, I found out that it had to do with their inability to afford expensive fish to honor our Shabbos. Really, said the king, how strange. What would fish have to do with having babies? A lot, your majesty, if you will permit me to explain. When Hashem created the world in six days and made the seventh day holy, Hashem pronounced three blessings. One, to the fish, which he created on the fifth day, with the blessing to be fruitful and multiply and fill the water of the seas. The second blessing Hashem gave to humans, who Hashem created on the sixth day. The blessing is, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and have dominion over the fish of the sea. And finally, the blessing that Hashem bestowed on the Shabbos, as it is written, and Hashem blessed the seventh day and made it holy. It's therefore a sacred duty of Jews to honor Shabbos with a tasty dish of fish at each meal, and in doing so, we combine all three of the blessings from Hashem. So we are blessed to be fruitful with children who learn Hashem's holy Torah and observe Shabbos and all of the mitzvahs. But when my people stopped buying fish for Shabbos, Hashem's blessing was withheld. Well, why did they stop buying fish for Shabbos? asked the king. Your Majesty, this is the whole point. When you granted the governor ownership over the fish trade, he saw fit to put a heavy tax on all fresh fish brought to the market. 
it made all fish too expensive for my people to buy. Even though we spoke to the governor and asked him to reduce the tax, he refused. So I had no choice but to do what I did. For as I explained earlier, fish are created by Hashem as a natural resource that no human has a right to claim as their personal property, beyond the service of catching the fish and bringing it to the market. So by authority of the Torah, I ordered the fishes to leave the seas around your majesty's city, where they can serve the will of the Creator. I see, said the king. So if I get rid of this greedy governor of mine, and I get rid of the fish tax, can you bring the fish back? Your majesty, I trust to Hashem that just like the fish obeyed me when I ordered them to go away, so they will obey me when I order them to return. The next morning at sunrise, many people, both Jews and also Arabs, flocked to the fishing wharves to witness the wondrous return of the fish. The rabbi and the elders were there. The fishermen were standing near their boats, ready to launch them into the waves. They were now waiting for the king. Soon the royal carriage arrived, and the king waved out the window as the people greeted their king with shouts of, Long live the king! The rabbi stepped close to the water's edge and called out, Fish, hear my words. By authority of Hashem, the creator of heavens and earth, and by authority of the Torah, in the presence of the king and everyone here, I order you to return at once to serve the will of the Creator. And as soon as the rabbi finished speaking, the calm surface of the sea began to stir, first by ripples and then by waves, as schools of fish surged from all directions towards the shore. The fishing boats raced out to the catch, as the king exclaimed, Blessed is the God of Israel, and blessed are you, faithful servants of God. The king shook the rabbi's hand and asked if he could be invited to the next bris milah.